Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Football with Martin. This is your host Martin Yu. Um, today in the studio we have one of my friend Alex Benea. Hello guys, what's up? So Alex Benea is an, also a soccer enthusiast who um, I play soccer with him since middle school. A very, very yeah. smart soccer player also. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah a long time. So um, did you watch the, the National Le- League, uh, Nations League this, this weekend? Uh yeah, a few games to be honest. Not Wh- not all of them, yeah. Yeah, which not. game did you watch? Um certainly not Andorra versus Georgia, but uh I did watch um Belgium Iceland. Yeah, what do you th- Oh my god. Um Belgium is still as good as uh as they were in World Cup, right? Yeah. They uh definitely still have a great team even though you could argue that their golden <laughs> generation is kind of getting a little older. Yeah, see like the performance from uh Lukaku is like you know not as good as the World Cup. The performance from him from uh, in Manchester United, you know he didn't score as many goals as he was he was expected when Jose Mourinho signed him from Everton. Um, and Hazard is still really good with his brother coming up. Also, yeah. they're gonna be like a pretty good pair yeah, of wings, absolutely. I think. And then uh, Kevin De Bruyne, after from the injury, he's not as involved in Manchester City as before. I feel like. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like uh, Manchester City have really kind of adapted to the lack of Kevin De Bruyne. You know, you see Bernardo Silva really stepping up. Yeah, uh, and David Silva. Yeah, Bernardo Silva, the two Silvas, really, really yeah. uh, a big threat to the opposition. I mean, very good playmakers. Kind of makes you think, where is Kevin De Bruyne in Man City? Is he, does he deserve a spot? Exactly. Uh, with, you know, the depth of Manchester City, they have... Fernandinho in the back. They have Gingdon and then David Silva. They have Bernardo Silva. Yeah, just quality. And even like the 17-year-old Phil Foden is stepping up, you know? Yeah. So really all these... Promising both for England and Man City. So. Yeah, so it makes me feel like, you know, does Kevin De Bruyne still fit in the squad right now or he should like move on, you know? Because yeah. he's still one of the best with his performance. But in Manchester City, it's really... have a really hard comp- competition in the current squad right now. Yeah. Uh, just to take a look at the UEFA Nations League, what do you think of Croatia-Spain 3-2 Man, Croatia? see, I watched the game. Croatia's going really their full squad, but Spain, not really their best squad, but still, it was a pretty intense match. Um, you know, uh, Perisic actually stepped up really well. He's uh, He's not young he's 29 years old but he still has to pay as like a 23 year old you know yeah. and he's a uh, step over classic move step over and cross really created a chance for Kramerich in the in the middle gives a big threat to yeah. De- David De Gea in the goal and De Gea didn't did, didn't do good as good as um, I expected him to be he's kind of like a overrated player I feel like I, I, I don't know what do you yeah. think about De Gea um, I think he's definitely not as good as he was last season if right. you take a look Ever since the World Cup, he's kind of just dipped down in um, in terms of his performances. Right, I, I still agree. Feel as though he'll be better. Just give him some time; he'll get back in his form. Um, but currently, he's really kind of going. Uh, he's really not doing too well. Right. Who do you think is the best goalkeeper right now? Uh, I, mean I would argue is also it's has all it's a, has been Manu um, Neuer all from like the last five years. I feel like. Uh, you know what? I'd agree for the last four years, uh, but I'm gonna give it last season to De Gea. De Gea. Yeah, this season, 
Um, De Gea's kind of, as I said, not as good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. This is a tough one, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it maybe Courtois. But well, yeah, Courtois, how, how is he uh, doing at Real Madrid? Um, competing competing with um, Navas. Well, you know what? I just think let's just take a moment and just think here. Why would you sign a second? Yeah, that's kind of true. Class goalkeeper. You just Kaylor Navas was good enough. I just don't see the point in signing yeah. a second goalkeeper. They're both world class. I mean, I can I can kind of see it because um, there are some certainly there are some you know good matches from uh, Navas, but you know he's not as tall as the classic as uh, Timo Courtois, and then he just. He's c- getting old. He's like 22 year, 32 years old or something like that. So yeah, but I can kind of see that. you got to consider two things. Number one, goalkeepers, the older they are, they could get better. You know, age doesn't matter as much. You look at uh, Buffon, his late 30s, he was he was still very, very good. And another thing you got to consider is Kaylor Navas is a three-time Champions League winner. There's no way this guy should be sitting on the bench. Right, yeah, that's kind of a fair point. And compared to... To the stats that, um, according to the transfermarket.com, David De Gea worth around seventy million dollars, seventy million pounds. Do you agree with the price? And uh, Courtois only worth about sixty-five million. I feel like they should worth the same at least. And what surprises me most is Manu Neuer only worth about like thirty million. Um, well, Manu Neuer, if you take a look at what he's done in the past couple of years, um, you kind of the trophies he's won. He hasn't won a Champions League. Uh, yeah, right. Because know, the the you know the squad that currently Bayern Munich has is kind of hard for any player. Even though you have a great goalkeeper, their their average age is getting higher. With uh, Robin and Ribery not as sharp as um, they yeah. were before, and the lack of you know the the constant injury from the young players, Coleman, Tolisso, you know James yeah. Rodriguez, even they're not really facing their challenge really well. I feel like recently. Yeah. So you take a look at into consideration that Neuer hasn't really won, well, you know, won the Bundesliga, but let's be honest, we, we'd expect that. Right. Um, no Champions League won. So then you compare that to, like, Kaylor Navas, who's won it three times and has had, you know, magical saves among, you know, the tournament, like, really kept his team alive. And you, you consider, like, Manuel Neuer hasn't done something incredible in the past couple of years. Right, so that's I think true. that's why he's not worth as much. That's true. Navas' reflex is actually amazing. Yeah. I can agree with you on that. And talk back to the Croatia versus Spain. One of the Spain players that stand out to me the most was Saul. He's only 23 yeah. years old from Atletico yeah. Madrid. Ton of potential. Man, Ton he's potential. he's attracting really big offers in the European competition. He's left yeah. foot, the curl, everything on point. And to be honest, I feel like with the Spain current right now, the, the, as the Spain current squad, um, Thiago, Saul, and then who would be a good CDM for, for Spain? Busquets? I, I mean, I could argue that Busquets replacement, perhaps we could drop Saul into that CDM position. I mean, right, yeah, he's, he's, he's very good on the ball. Yeah. He's s- intelligent. He could, you know, the way Spain play, they kind of maintain possession, and I feel like Saul would right. just perfectly incorporate that play style into the Spain national team, replace Busquets. Right, but I feel like the difference between Busquets and Saul is really the, the physical about, uh, between the two players. Yeah. See, uh, Busquets is the one that really does all dirty work from uh, in Barcelona yeah. back when they were, they were like really good. 
um, Barcelona barely. I, I would argue they're still very, very good. All right, so. back when they were really, really, really good. Right, um, yeah. You see, like most of their players, to be honest, weren't as big, right? Yeah. Messi, Pedro, and then all of the players, other than Pique and Busquets, actually, they were the two tallest players, and Busquets really step up. And Sergio uh, Ramos, can't forget about Sergio. No, we're talking about Barcelona here. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, Barcelona. Okay. Um. So uh, anyway. Um, so I think Busquets really step on step up from his um from his responsibility to really you know create a, like a back wall for for Barcelona. What do yeah, you? Yeah. Um. Definitely. I mean, Busquets Busquets is gonna be a big loss. I mean, he's very he's really getting up in the in the age like in his thirties, like right. uh, thirty one, thirty three. So once he's gone, you gotta find that right replacement. So Saul, he's gotta step up or somebody because without him. I feel like both Barcelona and Spain will suffer greatly. Right, right. So. Yeah, they got to find a perfect replacement for Busquets other than... Yeah. Yeah, you see. And then moving on to the next match. Did you watch Italy-Portugal yesterday? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it it was really interesting how um in the first half, Italy just dominated the possession, everything. And in the second half, Portugal literally dominated everything. So it was like a alternate alternate um, possession game I feel like in this game yeah as um, Italy really gives me a fresh appearance because their midfield is so much younger and so much more skillful with Virati uh, Jorginho and who was on the back I f- did, uh, did, did, did you know did, did, did you pay attention to the uh, the back line who was like the CDM position um, I, I don't think I think they were running a 4-3-3 oh 4-3-3 yeah Verratti, Barella, and Jorginho in the middle. Yeah. Um, I just think if you take, I mean, you know, Italy yeah. versus Portugal, I think this was a very tough game for both of them, very even match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Italy have a lot of quality going forward. Insigne, right. very, very right. quick, small player. Immobile, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it, yeah, Immobile, clinical in front of goal. Um, and, and their goal goalkeeper, Donnarumma, only yeah, 20 years old. Him. You can never forget yeah. about him. And he will, I think he'll be definitely the best goalkeeper in the world in a couple of years. Right. Um, so, very promising. The only thing is, take a look at their two center backs, Bonucci and Chiellini. They're pretty old. But yeah, both of these guys are so old, later, like 30s. 37, maybe? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, like, you know. You and Florenzi's not even young. It's Florenzi from yeah. Rome is like 32 years old, also. Yeah, Flo- yeah so their whole back line is just, it's going to fall apart. Right, uh, you know, next year, two years from now, you know, the Euros, it's they they need to replace that. And definitely. in Italy, I feel like there isn't that promising defender that could really step up to take over yeah. responsibility. Yeah, at least from what we know of right now, there isn't. Yeah, and that's a problem. Hopefully, they're gonna be like Donnarumma some someday on a defense to you know like lead up the the the, the entire defense. I mean, look at Verratti and uh, Jorginho. They're both really talented player, and they're playing outside of the Italian domestic league. So that you know really shows how how poorly the 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 Italian pr- uh, domestic league has become in recent days. Yeah. Other uh, than like Juventus, the only domination. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? Why don't we transition over and take a look at Serie A and the Milan Juventus right. game 2-0 for uh, Juventus. Man, that's what we're talking about right here. It's the Juventus domination throughout the entire league. Yeah. No, there's not a team that could challenge. You can see that. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Higuain penalty hits the post. Man, that was so you know, unlucky. You know what? That you know that is unlucky. But if you take a look at Juventus, just the quality. Right. You know, with that very very good header. The high jump and yeah. just recover from an injury. Yeah, and earlier. and uh, you know Ronaldo, who's still Ronaldo. You know he is up there in age, but still very very right. Uh, just just a threat. Literally finessing the entire AC Milan defense. Yeah. I mean, this guy is mixing kids left, right, and center. Right, right. Crossing it over to Mandzukic. Right. Um, And then, you know, just take a look at the depth of Juventus. I mean, they could have two separate starting 11s that I feel like could genuinely be contenders for the Serie A. Also, you know what's, I think, a key part for the success of Juventus is really Paulo Dybala. He's, um, He's really... Giving, yeah. sending Mansukic the ball, sending Ronaldo the ball, and then he sometimes he's left foot, he's curled. Do you see that free kick he, he was he, he was taking? I mean, this guy is so promising. Man, I think my prediction, you know what? The next next five years, this guy's winning the Ballon d'Or. Really though? I think this guy's winning it. See the next Messi, Neymar. you think? I said it. He's All winning right. it before Neymar. All right. Yeah, she's Neymar, PSG, just the fancy skills. I personally think. You know, Dybala has really those brain to, like, dictate yeah. the entire match, you I know? Think the thing is, the thing with Dybala is he's technically gifted. He's very good on the ball, that, but he's also so smart. He knows how to pick out a pass. Right. He knows how to be that kind of almost, like, messy, like, intelligence. Also left-footed. <laughs> and, yeah, left-footed. I mean, these, guy, these guys really have something special about them. And then taking a look at Mandzukic's midfield, right. Matuidi, Pjanic. Oh, man. Pjanic is really – he's – Composed. Such an experienced player that yeah. his age doesn't matter anymore because he doesn't have to run that much to dictate the game. Yeah. He's like the brain of of um, Juventus in the back line. Yeah, and then just look at, I mean, Douglas Costa is not starting. Have you seen what he can do on the ball? Yeah. Have you seen the warm-ups, yeah. the skills? This guy is incredible on the ball. I mean, even for Bayern, right. you know, I know you're a Bayern fan. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you must have loved the skills. That yeah. He brought to the team. I mean, this guy is serious. He's baller. fast. He's physical. He has a good shot. Yeah. I mean, and Man. he's not starting. I mean, that right. just shows that shows that how you know how the quality of Juventus really. Right. But so only only thing I was concerned about is um you know their defense is also you said it's kind of old, but with Alexandro is stepping up. He's only twenty twenty eight in the and best Cancelo. best year. Yeah, Cancelo. Man, there, I yeah. love that guy. There, yeah. The Portuguese. And and you know what? I feel like Juventus will have zero problem, you know, spending a lot of cash, a lot of money to bring in quality center backs for the future. So right. I feel like they're they're a very solid team now and will be in the next, you know, coming years. And right. I think they'll win the Champions League. Really? If Barcelona don't. If Barcelona don't. So I think Barcelona will. Really, though? And if they don't, then Juventus will. Not not Real Madrid this year. Definitely you don't not think Real so? Madrid. Definitely not. What about Man City? I'm I'm, I'm pretty. Definitely not Man City. Man City is a pretty good team. You know. They're a good team, but I. Just the dominant Premier League. Yeah, I no, I I get that, but think about it. You know, I feel like the Premier League is going to be very competitive this year, much more than last year. So with Liverpool stepping up, yeah, and then Arsenal, up. Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. So then think about all the resources, all the 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 stuff they have to spend, all the energy they have to spend on the Premier League. That's going to leave. Playing both Champions League and Premier League, kind of, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be too much for Man City. While if you look at Juventus, they can start their their second tier right. team in the in the win domestic the league. A, yeah, in the domestic league, and then they could start their first tier. Uh, first team in the lineup. Champions League. 
Exactly, and they'll have no problem playing in the Champions League and the Serie A. So I feel like Juventus just have that big advantage. Yeah, but I feel like one of the weak, weak spots um, for Juventus after the, the departure of Buffon is their goalie. They they just recently signed Pettin from, um, was from Tur- Turin? Or yeah, yeah I, f- I mean, I feel like he's for the future. If you look at Chesney, he's quality. Yeah, but Chesney he's not like he's so not good. like world class like as like Buffon, you know. The, he he saved he saved the penalty so from Higuain, but like you know. I would argue almost nobody nobody will replace the legend Buffon. Right. You know? Yeah. So That's kind of hard for Juventus, yeah. you know. But given the current squad they have right now, they're a pretty solid team. Um, if they can only reduce the average age a little bit, but also look at um the lineup for AC Milan, they're they're not bad. Also, Suso. With the amazing performance he's he's had in AC Milan, and uh, yeah. Bakayoko, really yeah. dominating like be physical in the in the in the mid line, yeah, really creating that the uh, big wall to you I know would, stop I would their argue attack. Bakayoko, Kessie, very very physical in the midfield, and then right. you look at the outside midfielders: Suso, Chananoglu. Chananoglu sets a pretty free kick. Yeah, I mean, back when he's a Hamburg in Bundesliga, yeah. back when he's Hamburg, remember that free kick? Uh, yeah, Luckable to like Dortmund. Oh my god, that was yeah. so sick. I mean, listen, the the wide midfield players are very technical. The middle ones are very physical. Right, and then, they have a golden generation right here. Yeah, and then Abate, Rodriguez, Zapata, Romagnoli, quality at the back as well. Plus Donnarumma, I feel like this is a one of the better AC Milan teams we've seen in right. The past See, Rodriguez has a Really good left foot, left foot across, and yeah. he's he's corner kick, he's uh, free kick is all like really world class right, na- right here. He's solid going offensively and defensively. So. Roma goalie is really step up to this, um, you know, the captain position. He's, yeah. you know, he stopped Menzugish from scoring the second he- header in the game. Yeah, he's he, he has some. Uh, I mean, he's just a well-rounded center back. Right, and he's physical. He's tall. He can you know do one v one against such a physical uh, striker like Menzugish. You know, yeah. And on the bench, they also have their um, the really experienced goalkeeper Pepe Reina. So I feel like the goalkeeping in AC Milan is not a problem. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm speechless. I feel like, you know what, AC Milan. This is my prediction. AC Milan. Right. Top three. Top three. Who be second? Inter Milan. I think it would be Ro- Roma. To be honest. Nah. I, okay. Th- Here's the thing about Roma. What's they lose Salah, and they lose Nangolan. Right, but Key they still players. have a really good, good, uh, solid, they're solid. They're just losing players. I mean, they c- and they're not replacing them with quality. Think about it. They, Roma, they have some really good young player. I would argue. Uh, and Totti is gone. You know, retired. Chris so. Tante. See, Chris Tante is only 23 years old. He's from Benfica. He's such a good. He's yeah. such a good midfielder. But like, I feel like it takes. It would take a few years for him to step up. As the next nine goal and also Nanzuzi, such a giant in the football on the, on the soccer pitch, yeah. you know, like everything he does is he winning the head balls everywhere, and he really creates the physicality for the for the entire team. Also, I feel like Clivert, only eighteen years old. Yeah, I've, I've got to say he's finessing players out oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Clivert. Um, do you think he'll be as good as his father though? To be honest, he's only eighteen years old. I think no. so. I think so. No. He's only 18 years Definitely old. Definitely not. <laughs> no. He's only 18 years old. He has no. a lot of potential, listen, dude. Listen, he will be good. He will he'll be one of the top players, I feel like. But he won't be world class like his In three father. years, in three years, he'll be do one of the top think, runs. Do you think he'll play at Barcelona? Do you think he'll win Champions League? Yes. Do you think 
He won't yes. Be both scores. Yes. You know, from the performance he has so far, he's skillful. He's fast. All he gotta work on is his vision. When he's got when he's gonna pass, when he's gonna shoot, that's the only thing he's gonna work on. For me, guys, the peak that uh, this uh, Kleiber will reach will be as good as Aubameyang is right now. Aubameyang. Yeah. Really he's though. Good. He's good, but he's not the best. Right. That's but I feel like, yeah, I can, I can sort of see that, but I feel like with the the training as Roma, he's he's eventually gonna move on to the bigger club and becomes like a world club, you know, world class um, winger. That's what I, that's my prediction, and also, also look at the um the age of the the defense from Roma. They have a pretty old defense to be honest. Look at Kolarov, you know, yeah. From when he moved on from Manchester City, he was like already thirty one years old or something. And then Florenzi, pretty solid, but he's he's peak I, year has passed. Manolas, he he's quality. Costamalas, yes, but he's like the I only he's the only keystone in their in their defense. Juan. Not really a promising uh, performance. He's he's young, but you know he's I, I can see him going going off a little bit in the next two yeah, or three years. Definitely. But you know, and then after losing uh, Allison from to to Liverpool, the the goalie the goalie part. Do you think Allison is a is a good replacement for for Allison? Um, he's a Swedish goalkeeper. He he had a solid performance well, when he when when they were playing against like Germany, but yeah. you know, but he he's not like Allison good. I feel like yeah, just inconsistent. Right, I he's, feel like he's had some good performances. There's no doubt about it. But and plus, he's from a small club. He's from Copenhagen. You know, not that not, not that big of a club. Everything he's lack yeah. of experience. You know, going up to Champions League, all the fans gonna be watching him. Everything. Yeah. Um, let's just transition over to some uh, other kind of fixtures in the Premier, Premier League. League. Premier yeah. League. Right? Did you? Oh, oh my God! Did you watch the the big game, Man City, Man United? Well. How could I not? Like, right. I'm a soccer I remember you were a Man, Man United fan. Yeah. I, I'm oh, that's great because I'm a Man City fan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I really, really thought, genuinely, that Man you could actually win this. Really? I, mean, I feel like Jose Mourinho's peak year has passed. He has one or two really good seasons with Porto, with uh, Real Madrid. But, you know, now he's now his tactics have been figured out completely by, by um, Pep Guardiola. He's only doing counterattack. I disagree. I think coming off Man United, coming off of Juventus, you know, that big <laughs> win versus Juventus. Right. I thought they have so much confidence. Come on, to be honest, Juventus should have won that game. They hit the pose once, oh, they hit the crossbar oh. once. Come on. I mean, forget that. Forget that. Just remember Juan Mata's free kick. <laughs> okay. Curl. Just claw. It was meant to be, Martin. All right. You gotta admit it. You know, I, I don't, I don't have, I have nothing to say about that. You know, just look yeah. at the, look at the game. Three so, one. That's humiliating for Man City, Man United. Right. Come on, we um, dominated the possession. We dominated everything. You know what? I'm. I got. And say the only goal you guys scored, Anthony Martial, was a penalty. Okay. You know what? As a Man United fan, I've got to say I'm very, very frustrated with our defense. Right. When you have guys like Lindelof and Smalling. Lindelof is only 21 years or 22. He's like inexperienced. You know yeah. But He's from Benfica. He's never played such a big game like this. Let's talk about Benfica. I mean, you know. A great developing tool to like create new young players. If you look at you know the David Luiz, the Di Maria's, all those guys have mm -hmm. gone through the Benfica system. So you know you would think that Linderloff would be able to step up, use that kind of Benfica knowledge. Right, but I feel like he need a transition not. from you know yeah. like a Portuguese league to like one of the top league Premier League. It was physical, yeah. everything. I just feel like. But look at our um our defense, John Stones. 
not very old, old either. Laporte. But he's good. Uh, John Stones, I would say, for Premier League center back, exceptional on the ball. Right, right. He's also also stepping up uh, in the World Cup. He's stepping up to Maguire, which is also really good. And that ensured the England yeah. defense is and really Kyle solid. Walker. Kyle, oh my god, so fast, so physical. Yeah, very good. And Mendy, I would argue. Mendy, Mendy's his injury really delayed him from the from his early years in Manchester City, but now he's really stepping up. And um, you know, sometimes he go. I feel like he, sometimes he's inexperienced because. He comes way too up, and when uh, Man United have a counterattack, he's not able to get back in, on you know time. What? I'm going to agree with that, but at the same time, I feel like Mendy, coming years, guys, he will be the next Marcelo, the guy that can just go up and down and really be a threat. You See, know, nah, Marcelo like, only go up, doesn't, doesn't go back. Marcelo doesn't you know go what? back. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, if you look at Man City, Laporte, John Stones, yeah. in the coming years, they're going to be very good center backs. They're going to be able to cover for Mendy. Right. Mendy's just gonna go up and down. But does Mendy has the same kind of skill as Mar- as Marcelo does? I would argue no. I would maybe really not. okay. Maybe I have better <laughs> cross than Marcelo, but yeah, you know, not a, not as like one v one score. You know. I, no. I mean, for me, the difference maker, uh, in reality, there's two things, two factors that contributed to Man City winning this game, though. Number one, Man United. I've already said it. The two center backs, Lindelof, Smalling, not good enough. Right. Number two, Man City. Silva, uh, Bernardo Silva, David Silva, Mars, Aguero, Sterling, quality. Keep in Thank mind, you for admitting that. <laughs> keep in mind. Yeah, but look bench, at also look bench, at Leroy Sané, Gabriel Jesus, Foden. I mean, it's right. just too much. I mean, I'm a Man U fan, but I gotta admit. Right. Man City. And Gundogan also also like the top player, you know, in Ger- in German on German national team, everything. But look at Man City's uh, midfield, Mane Matic, eh, Fellaini. See, Fellaini is like really physical, but he's his footwork is not as 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 talented as like Fernandinho and stuff like that. And then Ender Herrera, he's good. He's good at tackling the ball, but he's not as I I don't think he's like f- the physical kind of player that Premier League needs. I, just, I feel like Ender Herrera, um, it's just the worst version of Juan Mata. I feel like Juan Mata is just but Ender Herrera is way faster than Juan Mata. Yeah, but Juan Mata just brings that like intelligence. Right. Right. Squad. He's like that, you know, if you remember back in his Chelsea days, right. he was really like that glue to kind of keeping possession. Right, right. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't understand why Chelsea want to, s- want to sell him to Manchester United, you know? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, he's back with Mourinho, and I feel like Mourinho just knows how to use uh, Mata. Yeah, what do you think about um, Jesse Lingard's starts? I feel like he's... he's no, he's quality. He's quality, but I starting a, in a big game like this... I mean, if you think, who else should start? Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. Like, there's no one really stepping up. Alexis Sanchez, Sanchez not really. Was just the most awkward move. I think right, that right. Did that honestly. I just don't. He think spent. Sanchez they spent so much money yeah, for Sanchez, so expecting like one one of the world class, but now he just you know s- sit on the bench. Like, why don't you just sell I him? Marshall, Rashford, world class. Right. Lingard, Sanchez. And even, this is my opinion, Lukaku. Lukaku, really? Really, Lukaku? Yes. From the game he started, they didn't, they didn't score a single goal. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I've got to say. I think it's a re- right replacement that Rashford be on the up top position instead of Lukaku. Exactly. But um, I think Mata should have definitely replaced Jesse Lingard in the, in the big game like this. And then uh, I think Fred. Fred should re- really replace Fellaini. And quality. He should play. Yeah, but I feel like he's the only Justin Mourinho doesn't like him because. He's a little small. He doesn't, you know, do the physical things as uh, Fellaini and Matic. But think about the other way. Bernardo Silva, David Silva, 
they're small too. They they're fast. They can just get by Fellaini really fast. They're both very smart, gifted players. And right. That's, you know, you look at world football and kind of these days. Right. That's what's successful. You don't need phys- physicality in this in this kind of match. Zavi, right. All those guys. Like, right. They're all the same kind of players. And really, what am I surprised? One of my surprises this this season from Manchester United is Luke Shaw's really stepping up. He's left foot. He uh in the past three seasons, I would argue. He's old. He's constantly injuring, yeah. and then everything. But right now, this season, his left foot has contributed to a lot from this team. His cross, phenomenal. He's you know he's sometimes he's going to the box and yeah. shoot shoot the ball. His shot is also incredible. I mean, you know, I feel like he was very hyped. Injuries really prevented him to to kind of step up right. and be what everyone expected him to be. You know, young, prolific uh, left back. But yeah. now that he's fit, he's actually probably one of the best. Uh, players on Man U. Right, and the, the performance he's giving off is really quality. And Ashley Young, why does he just retire? Come on, let's be honest. Ashley yeah. Young, go retire. <laughs> you know what? I mean, yeah. I, I just, he I, I gotta is 33 years old or something like that. And, you know, he's he doesn't have the promising speed as Valencia back when, he's, when he was there. Yeah. And then he's cross. Okay, but not like as good as Luke Shaw's left foot. So I mean, I'm I'm not sure why Man Menu still keeping him. You might be thinking to yourself, you know, I'm criticizing Menu so much, I'm a fake fan, but I'm really not. I'm just yeah. But compared to the the lineup, Kyle Walker, I mean, exactly. Ashley Young, really, they're not even the same win. level. We're never gonna win a trophy if we keep this kind of lineup. We we need to realize that this lineup's trash. Yeah, that's why. Come on, dude. Like, I mean, come on. Where's Bai? Exactly. Where where is Bai? Yeah, exactly. You know, in my opinion, and Phil, why is Phil Jones still on the team? Like, exactly. he's so bad. <laughs> guys, like, gotta be honest, he's so bad. Uh, I'm just, I just feel like we could do so much better as Man U. I mean, you think look at Man City, like their investment, it's all on point. Ederson, such a good goalie with their feet, yeah. and so to contributing to the ball to the side, Mandy and Kai Walker, Mahrez, oh my God. See his performance, top class. He's left foot, literally just finesse every single defender on the per, in the yeah. Premier League. I Aguero, mean, not getting old. I know, right? I and Sterling, see, the only controversial point at the end of the game, what do you think? They were just passing the ball, humiliating the menu, defense. I feel like that's that's such a... I was so happy when I, when I see that because I can what? finally humiliate, humiliate I mean, menu. You know, at first it got me mad. I was kind of fuming. I was thinking to myself, you know, really, like... It's three one. Right. You, know, you gotta, you gotta just just play the game. <laughs> right. right. But then, when you really think about it, um, I guess. You know what? It's part of the game. Right. Like, right. You know. And then Juan Mata's, uh, reaction toward Sterling was pretty, you know, understandable. You know, yeah. you don't want another team to humiliate you like this. Especially, you know, Sterling, really skillful player. I feel like it's it's not okay, but at the same time, you you cannot let kind of the your emotions get over you, get control of you because right. it's part of the game. Right, right, I agree with that. Yeah, and I think enough for this game. And then there are a lot of certainly a lot of good games last weekend that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Let's look at the Bundesliga. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the Bundesliga. Oh my God, I was so sad. I mean, a very Oh, classical game. Dortmund versus Bayern. Dortmund yeah. be Bayern three to two. Um, Man, I mean, let, let's just talk about it here. I feel like people. I'm gonna say this. I feel like people kind of disregarded Lewandowski's performance. He was, was on point. He, he was, was on good. point. I mean, 
his header, the first goal, was amazing. I mean, Levin, let's just talk about Lewandowski. He, in my opinion, was a contender for man of the match. Right. Um, and then... I, I personally think he was at Roy's level. Yeah. You know, Roy's definitely did good on, in the game. Scored two goals, obviously, given yeah. Dortmund the, the but win. But he also missed that one-on-one. Man. That man. one-on-one. But see, Neuer... Still, still not, got it. I mean, not. I'm not saying that it's easy. Again, right. As you mentioned, it is Neuer, but he's a world class player. You would think that he's at least able to challenge. You right. Know, maybe get a corner. Right. Or maybe right. you know, hit the post. I don't know. Do something. I don't know. Does do you think Mario Gotze on top? You really though. You know what? I really thought, though. I, they sh- I thought it was so strange how they put him at striker. Right. They have so many talented players like on the bench. I Look mean, at that. Why? Is, first of all. You know what? Let me just Alcacer on the bench. Yeah, Alcacer. Why is he not starting? See, he scores so many goals in his preview so games. Good. So good. This he can't stop scoring. Like, why time, are you on yeah, the bench? Every time he comes off the bench, he, right. he does something. He oh, scores. so does it. So is in this game when he comes on the bench. Yeah. He chipped. He chipped uh, Neuer in the last ten minutes, I believe. Exactly. I was I mean, so why angry. Not, why not get the full ninety minutes of that? Right. Right. Why not start him? I just, right. To I be honest, you know, talking about this game, I feel like Dortmund deserved to win. But, yeah. you know, they did better than Bayern, even though I'm a huge Bayern fan. And what I was really angry about, about Niko Kovac, the Bayern uh, manager, was because he didn't even put Hamas Rodriguez in the starting lineup. Like, what? Yeah, like, really? Very confusing to me as well, I think. Thomas Miller, he Rodriguez. he didn't do that good from the last you know previous what? games. I would argue, why not, play, why not play Rodriguez on the right? But Sergio Gnabry is good. Like I feel He's like good. you should put Sergio Gnabry on the right and the, on the left instead of Ribery because yeah, and then Ri- Ri- take Ribery off. Right. Like, Ribery's yeah. old. Yeah. He's not as. Let's be honest. He's not as good as he was. He was not as fast. Yeah. Right. I mean, his team but from the from the first half, to be honest, we can see Ribery should got it. Like you know, finessing Piszczek and uh, Sancho yeah. on the left side. Skills, but when you look at the physical traits that you used to bring to the table, right, just not there. Right. Right. The speed for me, it's gone. And even even Renato Sanchez is off instead of Rodriguez. Like, are you serious, Niko Kovac? I mean, you know what? I would Sanchez is quality, but just not comparable to Rodriguez. Right, right. He's but he's only twenty one years old. He's got a long time to go. But yeah. from his performance last season, Galone to uh, Swansea City, I would think that was, that you know was, Bayern should get rid of him. That was a very weird uh, transfer. Right. You know, I mean, like he didn't really do much. Yeah. But. Now he's back and he's getting playing time. He's actually, I would right. argue, not too bad. Right. And now on the defense, oh, my God. It was ho- it was a nightmare in Bayern's defense. Boateng, Humos, they were, like, world-class defender. But on that one single game, Humos messed up. I heard Humos had a cold, but, you know, that shouldn't be an excuse. You've got cold. I mean, just, ha- just have Sue on there, you know, replace I mean, you. On. I would argue, let's just take a moment of silence and think about how good freaking Sancho was, man. Sancho w- so wasn't that dangerous. good in the first half. But look at the second half. I yeah, mean, but I feel like David Alaba successfully shut him down. I mean, I would disagree. Like, Come on, Alaba. Sancho was on point, in my opinion, in the second half, really bringing that X factor, kind of giving that punch, that fireiness right. to the squad. He really kind of brought them alive. And I feel like he really helped Paco Alcacer, you know, score that. that Alcacer, yeah, yeah. So... But Shout think about, like, look at the Julian Weigo starts. Do you think it's a good choice? I feel like yeah. even Dahod or, like, Delaney. But, like, Julian da- um, Weigo got, like, got taken down after right after the first half ends. So, I mean, 
you know what? I feel like she's better than Nahid. She's better than Delaney though. Delaney has those bonusly good experience. That's all he has. And he's did good in the for the Danish team in the World Cup. In you World Cup, I think. I feel like we gotta we gotta pay our respects to the American Christian Pulisic. <laughs> Why did he not play? Didn't got a single minute playing time, man. Come on, I mean, I really like Larson, Larson. Exactly. Why does Larson play, man? Pulisic. Yeah, Pulisic has speed, has skill. Larson, I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he wasn't bad. He, he was, was literally invisible in the second half. I mean, I'll, yeah, but he contributed, you know, keeping possession, kind of helping the team. He wasn't, I wouldn't say he had a dreadful performance. Right. He didn't perform like Sancho where he really had a big impact like I think right. Pulisic would have had. You know, hit, I'm not saying you have to start, start Pulisic, but give this guy a couple minutes in the right. second half. Right, See what he can do. Like, yeah. What do you think about my favorite player, Joshua Kimmich, doing the game? I feel like he's getting more and more solid. Tough. tough. But he's not as like, a fancy player like... You know, like Ribéry, like Serge Gnabry can pull up those fancy moves. He's like the next the Philip Lahm, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Play style. I would argue physically more competent than Philip Lahm. Right, and then speed, bigger, faster maybe. faster, yeah. But Philip Lahm's got to experience that. No one can replace, you know. Yeah. The slide tackle, on point slide tackle. Like the, the main way to judge Kimmich so far, you know, great. I feel like in Champions League, we got to see how he can step up. Right. Because let's be honest, that's the trophy... Bayern are missing. Right. In the last five years. The last time they won, 2013. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, yeah, so this is the game, I feel like. Uh, La Liga, you know, still is always Real Madrid, not doing really good in the league, but, yeah. you know, but only four points behind Barcelona, not that bad. And I don't really want to talk about, like, Real Madrid versus Celta Vigo, you know. You yeah, know, it's... I mean, quick, quick look at... Um, Real Betis versus Barcelona, four three for Real Betis. Right. Barcelona lose to Real Betis. That was that was sh- pretty shocking, you Ridiculous. know. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mean, I, I, again, I love watching Barcelona. I think they're one of the most entertaining, you <coughs> know, teams out there. Uh, Messi two goals, and then, you know, what happened? How <laughs> how did we? How does? To be honest, I feel like you team? know Barca's defense was messing up a lot in that in a single game. And PK, was he still, still as good as before? No. No. I mean, what do you think about Langlet? Langlet? Uh, he used to play for Sevilla, right? And he's yeah. uh, he's pretty young, 23 no, years old. Where's Umtiti? Injured, probably. <laughs> but he, he was also really good. But Arthur, the Brazilian midfielder they, sh- uh, they got this summer, he was doing a pretty good job. And then their midfield is still really solid with Messi coming back from injury, Suarez, Malcolm. Really stepped scored, for the team. His first goal for um, Barcelona right. against Inter Milan. Huge goal. Right, Malcolm, but kind of proved himself. But I feel like Malcolm Dembele, who's uh, who's who's better? You think? Why did Coutinho not start? <laughs> why did Why did Coutinho not start? Let's just. Man, yeah. I mean, um, you know what? Let's. Just, I'm I'm gonna say this. In my opinion, right. I I love Coutinho. My favorite player in world football at the moment. He's smart. He's so smart. Yeah. He's so good. He's got a good shot Definitely. on the ball. Yeah, he's he's everything. But I feel like he's way better than Malcolm. I don't know where Coutinho is. And even Tambella is better than Mal- uh, Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah, in I this mean, game, Sergio Roberto wasn't doing that good either. If you look at uh, Barcelona and the quality that they have of going forward, incredible. Right. Midfield, I'd argue, is, is definitely good enough to win a Champions League. 
and then defensively is where, you know, there's a bit of doubt that comes to mind. Right. right. Um, but I feel like they'll, they'll clutch it out, and I feel like they, they will win the Champions League. Right. If they don't, Juventus will. Right. I think that's the game for this week. Um, thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for more episode. Yeah. And thank you, Alex, for being here. No problem. Thank you.